Welcome to the MC Masterclass Site Selection and Acquisition, presented by Modern Campground. Welcome to our comprehensive course tailored specifically for campground owners and enthusiasts, titled Site Selection and Acquisition. This course is designed to deepen your understanding of the intricate processes involved in choosing and acquiring a site for your campground business. Whether you're an aspiring campground owner or an established one looking to expand your operations, this course will provide the in-depth knowledge you need to make informed decisions. Over the course of this audio series, we'll peel back the layers of campground site selection and acquisition. This journey will start from the very basics of understanding the campground industry and business models. Then, we'll dive into the meat of the course, which is how to identify potential sites and evaluate them based on a variety of factors, such as physical characteristics, location, and even financial aspects. We'll also be taking an extensive look at the legal and regulatory aspects you need to be aware of. This includes understanding zoning laws and environmental regulations, as well as obtaining the necessary permits and licenses. But that's not all. We'll delve into the financial considerations of acquiring a site, including how to calculate the total cost of acquisition, understanding your financing options, and planning your budget. The course will then guide you through the final stages of negotiation and acquisition, helping you to finalize a fair deal. And since all ventures come with risks, we'll discuss potential pitfalls and how to mitigate them effectively, shedding light on the crucial role of insurance in risk management. This course aims to equip you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the complex process of site selection and acquisition. It's been meticulously designed to cover all the essential aspects and provide you with a well-rounded understanding of the topic. We hope that this course will not only inform you, but also inspire you to explore the exciting possibilities within the campground industry. So sit back, relax, and let's embark on this educational journey together. Importance of Site Selection and Acquisition Site selection and acquisition form the foundation of your campground business, and understanding their importance is crucial to your success. So let's delve into why these aspects hold such significance. Imagine you're planning a road trip. You wouldn't just hop in your car and start driving without having a destination in mind, would you? The same concept applies to your campground business. The destination in this case is the site where you will establish your campground. Choosing this location is one of the most significant decisions you'll make because the site will become the heart and soul of your business. Let's start with the fact that your site's location can directly influence the type of clientele you attract. For instance, if your campground is near a popular tourist destination, you're more likely to attract tourists and vacationers. Conversely, if you choose a tranquil, secluded spot, you might draw in nature enthusiasts seeking a peaceful getaway. Moreover, the site's physical attributes, such as size, terrain, and natural features, can significantly impact your campground's appeal. A campground nestled among beautiful scenery or near a serene lake might hold more appeal to campers than one without such features. Similarly, the size and terrain of your site will dictate the number and type of campsites you can offer, directly impacting your business capacity. Legal and regulatory factors are also tied to the site you choose. Some areas may have specific zoning laws or environmental regulations that could limit what you can do with your campground. Overlooking these can lead to legal issues down the line which is why it's crucial to factor them into your site selection process. Last but not least, the financial implications of site selection and acquisition cannot be understated. The cost of the site, potential renovation and development expenses, and ongoing operational costs will play a substantial role in your business's financial health. Therefore, 
Understanding how to calculate these costs and plan your budget is critical. In a nutshell, the site you select and acquire will influence almost every aspect of your campground business, from your clientele and business capacity to your legal compliance and financial stability. That's why understanding the ins and outs of site selection and acquisition is so critical. By equipping yourself with this knowledge, you'll be well positioned to make informed decisions that can set your campground business up for success. Setting Expectations As we embark on this educational journey together, it's important to understand what you can expect to gain from this course. The goal is not just to learn, but to gain actionable insights and strategies that can be directly applied to your campground business. By the end of this course, you should be able to identify and evaluate potential sites for your campground business effectively. You'll have a solid understanding of what makes a site attractive and how to assess its suitability based on a variety of factors, such as location, physical attributes, and accessibility. You'll also be equipped to handle legal and regulatory considerations, ensuring that your chosen site complies with local zoning laws, environmental regulations, and other pertinent rules. In addition to site selection, we'll dive deep into the process of acquiring a site. You'll learn how to calculate the total cost of acquisition, taking into account not only the price of the site itself, but also potential renovation and development costs. We'll discuss various financing options and how to plan your budget effectively. Negotiating a fair deal is an art in itself, and this course aims to equip you with the necessary skills. By the time we reach the end, you should be confident in your ability to negotiate and finalize the acquisition of a site. But of course, learning is not a passive process. It requires your active engagement and willingness to absorb new information. To get the most out of this course, we encourage you to be curious and ask questions, to conduct additional research on topics that interest you, and to apply the principles learned here to your own business scenarios. Rest assured, this course has been carefully designed to provide a comprehensive, detailed, and practical overview of site selection and acquisition. So sit back, keep an open mind, and let's continue this journey together. With commitment and focus, you'll emerge with a wealth of knowledge and skills that will prove invaluable in your campground business. Invitation for Listener Engagement As we navigate through the complexities of site selection and acquisition, it's important to remember that this journey is not a one-way street. The beauty of learning is that it's an interactive process, and your active participation will significantly enrich your experience and deepen your understanding. To start, I'd encourage you to approach this course with a spirit of curiosity. Each topic we cover provides an opportunity to delve deeper, to question, and to explore further. Don't be afraid to pause the audio. Take a moment to ponder the information and even jot down any questions or thoughts that arise. Remember, this is your journey, and there's no rush. While this course has been designed to be comprehensive, it's also important to remember that real-world scenarios can often present unique challenges. Feel free to apply the principles we discussed to your own hypothetical situations or even to the experiences you've had in the past. This will not only help cement your understanding but also give you a sense of how these principles operate in the real world. If there's a topic that particularly intrigues you, I'd encourage you to delve deeper on your own. There's a wealth of resources available online, from articles and research papers to forums and discussion groups. Engaging with these resources can provide additional perspectives and deepen your understanding. Finally, remember that every question you ask, every moment you spend pondering a concept, and every additional resource you consult adds to the richness of your learning experience. Your active engagement will be a crucial ingredient in the success of this journey. 
So let's continue to explore the exciting world of campground site selection and acquisition together. I look forward to sharing this journey with you. Understanding the campground business, the nature of the campground industry. The campground industry is an exciting and vibrant part of the larger outdoor recreation and tourism sector. It's an industry that has seen a significant amount of growth and resilience over the years. Even during economic downturns, the demand for camping experiences has remained robust. This resilience stems from the simple fact that camping offers an affordable way to enjoy nature and get away from the hustle and bustle of daily life. Moreover, the industry is characterized by its profitability and potential. A well-managed campground can generate a healthy return on investment, especially when considering the rise of luxury camping or glamping and the increasing demand for unique outdoor experiences. It's a business that, when done right, can bring joy to owners and visitors alike. But who are these visitors? The beauty of the campground industry is that it caters to a diverse range of customers. You'll find families on their annual summer vacation, couples seeking a romantic getaway, solo travelers looking for a sense of adventure, and outdoor enthusiasts seeking to immerse themselves in nature. There are also different types of campers, from traditional tent campers to RV travelers, and those who prefer the comfort of a cabin or the luxury of a glamping experience. Understanding these customer groups and their unique needs and preferences is key to choosing the right site and setting up a successful campground business. Now, let's take a closer look at the different types of campgrounds, their unique features, and the specific customer needs they serve. This will help you understand which type of campground you might want to establish and the considerations that come with each one. Types of Campgrounds Diving into the diverse world of campgrounds, you'll find that there are several types to consider. Each one offers unique experiences to campers, and as a potential campground owner, understanding these variations is critical to your business strategy. First, let's discuss RV parks. RV, or recreational vehicle parks, are specifically designed to accommodate campers traveling in their motorhomes, fifth wheels, or travel trailers. These parks often provide full hookups for water, electricity, and sewer services. Additional amenities may include pull-through sites for easy access, dump stations for waste disposal, and even Wi-Fi connectivity. Catering to RV owners means considering their specific needs, such as level sites for parking, easy access roads, and services like propane refills or laundry facilities. Next, we have tent camping sites. These are the quintessential camping spots many of us imagine when we think of camping. They typically feature open spaces or designated pads where guests can set up their tents. Basic amenities often include fire rings for safe campfires, picnic tables for outdoor meals, and access to restroom and shower facilities. Some tent sites may also offer electrical hookups, but this varies from one campground to another. When considering tent sites, think about the level of comfort and convenience your campers might expect. For example, proximity to restrooms can be a significant factor for families with children. Now, let's talk about cabin rentals. Offering cabins adds another layer to your campground business. Cabins attract those who want to enjoy the great outdoors but prefer the comfort and security of a more traditional structure. Cabins can range from basic shelters providing just the essentials, all the way to fully equipped luxury cabins with all the comforts of home. Keep in mind that offering cabins means additional responsibilities, including cleaning and maintenance, but it also allows for a higher nightly rate and can attract a broader range of customers. Finally, we come to glamping sites. Glamping, a blend of glamorous and camping, represents the luxury end of the camping spectrum. 
Glamping can include high-end tents, yurts, treehouses, or even renovated vintage trailers. These sites typically offer luxurious furnishings, electricity, and often private bathroom facilities. Glamping appeals to those who love the idea of being in nature, but don't want to give up creature comforts. As a campground owner, offering glamping experiences can mean a substantial investment in unique and high-quality accommodations, but it also opens up a potential for higher revenue. Understanding these types of campgrounds is just the first step. The next crucial aspect of setting up a successful campground business is understanding your target audience and their specific camping preferences. This will allow you to tailor your site selection and amenities to the needs and desires of your potential guests. Understanding the target audience. Understanding your target audience is an essential piece of the campground business puzzle. By recognizing who your potential guests are and what they seek in a camping experience, you can tailor your campground to meet their needs and exceed their expectations. Consider the vast range of potential campers. Families often seek safe, clean campgrounds with plenty of activities for children. They might prioritize sites with amenities such as playgrounds, swimming pools, or even organized events and activities. Proximity to local attractions like theme parks, museums, or natural features could also be a draw for this group. Therefore, if families are your target audience, these factors will play a significant role in your site selection and development. For solo travelers or couples, the priorities may be quite different. They may be looking for quiet, secluded spots where they can relax and immerse themselves in nature. Proximity to hiking trails, bodies of water for fishing or boating, or scenic views could be key selling points. If attracting these types of campers is your goal, the focus might shift more towards the natural features and tranquility of your site. Outdoor enthusiasts and adventure seekers form another group with their own unique preferences. They might be drawn to campgrounds offering easy access to challenging hiking trails, rock climbing opportunities, or whitewater rafting. They may also appreciate amenities like gear rentals or guided adventure tours. Moreover, consider the needs of RV owners, who may require specific amenities like full hookups, level sites, and easy access roads, or those drawn to cabin rentals or glamping who may seek more luxurious amenities and services. Beyond these groups, it's also essential to consider the needs of seniors or disabled individuals. Accessibility features, well-maintained facilities, and easy-to-navigate terrain can make a significant difference for these campers. Remember, understanding your target audience goes beyond just knowing who they are. It's about understanding their needs, preferences, and what they value in a camping experience. This knowledge is instrumental when it comes to selecting and developing your campground site. It can inform everything from the location you choose, the amenities you provide, to the way you market your campground. Your target audience is at the heart of your business decisions, and understanding them is key to your success. Key Success Factors in the Campground Business Delving into the key success factors in the campground business, we start to see how all the pieces we've discussed so far fit together. These factors highlight what it takes to run a successful campground operation and can guide your decisions in site selection, development, and management. A primary factor in the success of any campground is its location. Location affects many aspects of your business, from the types of campers you attract to the activities and amenities you can offer. A site near a popular tourist destination might draw large numbers of visitors, while a location in a more secluded area might attract those seeking tranquility and a connection with nature. Your location also impacts practical matters like accessibility, supply logistics, and local partnerships. Facilities and amenities are another crucial factor. 
quality campgrounds provide clean, well-maintained facilities that meet the needs of their guests. This might mean well-groomed tent sites, fully equipped RV hookups or luxurious glamping accommodations. Amenities such as restrooms, showers, laundry facilities, playgrounds, or communal cooking areas also play a significant role in attracting and retaining guests. Customer service can't be overlooked in the campground business. A friendly, helpful staff can make a world of difference in the camping experience. Guests appreciate timely responses to their queries and concerns, clean facilities, and a safe, welcoming environment. Training your staff in excellent customer service practices can go a long way in ensuring guest satisfaction and repeat business. Marketing is another key to success. This involves reaching your target audience effectively and communicating the unique benefits of your campground. With a good understanding of your target audience, you can use various marketing strategies, from online advertising and social media engagement to partnerships with local businesses or tourist centers. Another success factor is the commitment to maintaining a clean, safe, and environmentally friendly campground. Campers value sites that respect and preserve the natural environment. This might involve implementing recycling programs, using renewable energy sources, or educating guests about responsible outdoor practices. Lastly, a successful campground operation involves ongoing improvements and investments. This could mean upgrading facilities, adding new amenities, or improving site accessibility. Regular investments in your campground not only improve the guest experience, but also demonstrate your commitment to providing a quality camping environment. These success factors highlight the multifaceted nature of the campground business. Each aspect plays a role in creating a successful operation, and understanding these elements can guide your decision-making process as you select and develop your campground site. With these in mind, let's move on to exploring the potential challenges you might encounter in the campground business. Potential Challenges in the Campground Business While the campground business can be both rewarding and profitable, it's essential to recognize that it also comes with its unique set of challenges. These challenges should not discourage you. Instead, understanding them can equip you with the knowledge to navigate them effectively. One of the most common challenges in the campground business is the seasonal nature of camping. In many regions, camping is a predominantly spring and summer activity. This seasonality can result in a significant drop in income during the off-season. Successful campground owners often mitigate this challenge by diversifying their revenue streams. They might offer rental equipment, sell camping supplies, or even host special events. Some campgrounds also find success in offering winter camping options, appealing to those adventurous spirits who enjoy camping in the colder months. Managing a large site, particularly one with a variety of accommodations like RV spots, tent sites, and cabins, can also be challenging. Ensuring that all areas of your campground are well-maintained and meet the expectations of your guests can be a substantial task. This is where effective management and operational procedures come into play. Having a well-trained staff and efficient maintenance practices can help ensure your campground remains in top shape. Another challenge lies in meeting the diverse needs of various types of campers. As we've discussed earlier, different campers have different needs and expectations. Balancing these needs from the tranquility sought by solo campers to the activity-filled experience desired by families can be tricky. It's important to clearly communicate what your campground offers and does not offer, helping potential guests set their expectations accurately. In addition, the campground business also requires navigating a range of legal and regulatory considerations. Zoning laws, permits, health and safety regulations, 
and environmental restrictions can all impact your business. It's crucial to understand these requirements in your area and plan your business accordingly. Finally, like any business, the campground industry comes with financial challenges. From acquiring the right site and setting up your campground to maintaining operations, the financial aspects require careful planning and management. Having a sound financial plan, exploring various financing options, and keeping careful track of your income and expenses can help you navigate these challenges. The campground business, like any other, has its share of challenges, but with careful planning, a deep understanding of the industry, and a passion for providing great camping experiences, these challenges can be effectively managed. Remember, every challenge also presents an opportunity for growth and improvement. Now that we've explored these potential challenges, let's take a look at the current trends in the campground industry. These trends can provide valuable insights as you plan your campground business. Trends in the campground business. Understanding the current trends in the campground industry is a crucial part of planning a successful campground business. These trends reflect the evolving preferences and behaviors of campers, and staying abreast of these developments can help you cater to your guests more effectively. One prominent trend in recent years has been the rise of eco-friendly camping. More and more campers are seeking out experiences that allow them to connect with nature without causing harm. This has led to increased interest in campgrounds that prioritize sustainable practices. This might involve implementing recycling programs, encouraging responsible waste management among guests, using renewable energy sources, or preserving natural habitats on your site. Another trend that has been gaining traction is the concept of digital nomadism. With the rise of remote work, more people are taking their work on the road and combining it with their love for travel. RV parks with reliable Wi-Fi and comfortable workspaces are particularly appealing to this group of campers. Glamping continues to grow in popularity, attracting those who want the experience of camping with added comfort and luxury. Offering glamping options can help cater to this market and potentially increase your revenue. Finally, there's a trend towards experiential camping. Campers are not just looking for a place to stay. They're looking for unique experiences. This might involve offering guided nature walks, hosting outdoor workshops, or organizing special events. Campgrounds that provide memorable experiences can differentiate themselves in a competitive market and attract repeat visitors. These trends provide valuable insights into the evolving campground industry. As a potential campground owner, you can leverage these trends to inform your site selection and development strategies. For example, if you see a strong demand for eco-friendly camping experiences, you might prioritize sites that offer unique natural features and ample opportunities for sustainable practices. Or if you're keen to tap into the glamping market, you might look for sites that can accommodate more luxurious accommodations. Remember, the key to leveraging these trends is to align them with your business goals and the needs of your target audience. By doing so, you can create a campground that is not only trendy, but also truly meets the needs and expectations of your guests. Pre-acquisition research. Understanding the importance of pre-acquisition research. Diving right into the world of campgrounds might seem like an exciting prospect, but the first step isn't to jump in head first. Instead, your journey starts with something critical yet often overlooked. Pre-acquisition research. This crucial step sets the foundation for all your future endeavors as a campground owner. Pre-acquisition research is like a compass for your venture. It points you in the right direction, helping you navigate through the vast landscape of possibilities and guiding you to the destination that fits your vision. 
It's about reducing the unknowns and uncertainties that could later become stumbling blocks on your path to success. Why is pre-acquisition research so important? Well, there's an old saying, measure twice, cut once. The idea here is simple. Careful planning and preparation can save a lot of time, money, and headaches in the future. By conducting thorough research, you're essentially measuring twice. You're gathering all the necessary information and getting a clear understanding of the landscape before making any significant decisions or investments. This process is about more than just finding a piece of land. It's about understanding the potential of that land, the local market, the regulations, the financial implications, and so much more. It's about finding a site that doesn't just meet your requirements, but also has the potential to flourish into a successful campground. In essence, pre-acquisition research is the first step in transforming your dream of owning a campground into a reality. It's your first line of defense against potential challenges and your first step towards ensuring your campground's success. The more information you gather, the better equipped you will be to make informed decisions that can steer your campground venture towards success. So as you embark on this exciting journey, remember, it begins not with a leap, but with careful, diligent research. The time and effort you invest now in understanding the ins and outs of the campground business will pay off in the long run, guiding you towards a successful and fulfilling venture. So, let's put on our research caps and delve deeper into the fascinating world of campground ownership. Defining your campground vision. As we continue on this path of understanding pre-acquisition research, we arrive at an integral step. Defining your campground vision. It's like drawing the blueprint for your future campground. This step is a reflection of your aspirations, goals, and the kind of experience you want to offer to your campers. Start by asking yourself, what kind of campground do you want to create? Is it an RV park with all the modern conveniences? Or perhaps a serene tent camping site nestled in the wilderness? Maybe a cabin rental setup that offers a blend of nature and comfort? Or even a trendy glamping site that offers luxury in the lap of nature? Each of these options caters to a different kind of camper and understanding this is key to defining your vision. However, your vision isn't just about the kind of campground you want to create, it's also about the experience you want to offer your guests. Think about your potential campers. Are they families looking for a safe and fun vacation spot? Are they adventure seekers looking for a base camp for their outdoor activities? Or are they retirees looking for a peaceful getaway? Each group has unique needs and preferences, and your campground should be designed to cater to those. Your campground vision also extends to the vibe and atmosphere of the place. Do you want to create a vibrant, community-oriented campground with regular events and activities? Or perhaps a quiet, tranquil retreat where campers can connect with nature in peace? This vibe can significantly influence the kind of campers you attract and the overall success of your campground. Your vision also guides your decision-making process as you move forward. It can help you identify the right location, understand the kind of amenities you need to provide, and even guide your marketing efforts. By having a clear vision, you can ensure that every decision you make aligns with what you want your campground to be. So take some time to sit down and envision your ideal campground. Make a note of the key elements that form a part of this vision. This is your dream, your venture, and defining this vision is the first step in making it a reality. Identifying potential sites. With a clear vision in mind, the next logical step is to scout for potential sites where this vision can take shape. This is where the rubber meets the road in your pre-acquisition research. Identifying potential sites is an exciting step in your journey to becoming a campground owner, as you begin to see the tangible possibilities for your vision. Where should you start looking? 
Well, potential sites can be anywhere and can come from numerous sources. Start by looking at real estate listings both online and offline. Many commercial real estate websites allow you to filter listings by property type, including potential campground sites. Don't forget to check local newspapers and real estate magazines as well, as they often list properties that are not advertised online. Another effective strategy is to network with local real estate agents and brokers. These professionals have a deep understanding of the local real estate market and can be a valuable resource in your search. Let them know what you're looking for, and they can alert you to potential sites that meet your criteria. But finding potential sites isn't just about scrolling through listings or networking with real estate professionals. It's also about keeping your eyes open as you go about your daily life. If you see an open piece of land that looks like it could make a good campground, do a little research to find out who owns it and whether it's available for sale. As you identify potential sites, remember to keep your campground vision in mind. Consider the different types of locations that would be suitable for your campground. If your vision involves a quiet, secluded getaway, you might want to look for sites in more remote, wilderness areas. If you're aiming for a family-friendly campground with lots of activities, you might want a site near tourist attractions. Remember, the process of identifying potential sites requires patience and persistence. It's unlikely that you'll find the perfect site right away, but don't get discouraged. The more sites you explore, the more you'll refine your understanding of what you're looking for. Keep your vision in mind, stay flexible, and enjoy the journey. The right site is out there, and with diligent research, you're sure to find it. Initial Site Assessment once you've identified some potential sites, the next step is to conduct an initial assessment of these locations. Think of this as a first date with your potential campground site. You're getting to know the site, understanding its strengths, spotting potential challenges, and ultimately deciding whether there's a future there. Let's start with accessibility. How easy is it for your guests to reach the site? Consider the quality of the roads leading to the site, the availability of public transportation, and its distance from major cities or towns. Also think about the ease of access for different types of vehicles, especially if you're planning to cater to RV campers. Next, consider the size of the site. Is it large enough to accommodate the number of campsites you're planning, along with any additional amenities like a reception area, bathrooms, or a recreation center? At the same time, a site that's too large might make it difficult for guests to navigate or may require more maintenance than you're prepared for. The terrain is another crucial factor. While a flat piece of land might be easier to develop, a site with varied terrain can provide unique and attractive campsite options. However, very steep or rocky terrain could present challenges for site development and for your guests. Natural features are a significant draw for campgrounds. Water bodies, forested areas, beautiful views, or unique geological features can all add to the appeal of your campground. But remember, these features also come with their own set of responsibilities and potential challenges, such as wildlife management or erosion control. Nearby amenities can also play a role in your site assessment. Proximity to grocery stores, restaurants, gas stations, and tourist attractions can add convenience and appeal for your guests. As you conduct this initial assessment, remember that no site will be perfect. Each will have its strengths and weaknesses, and your job is to understand these and consider how they align with your vision. Some challenges can be overcome with careful planning and investment, while others might be deal-breakers. In summary, initial site assessment is all about getting to know your potential site. It's about understanding its potential and its challenges. It's about envisioning how your campground might come to life on this piece of land. 
so approach it with an open mind, a keen eye, and a sense of curiosity. After all, this could be the first meeting with your future campground site. Researching local market conditions. After your initial site assessment, your journey continues into another key aspect of pre-acquisition research, understanding local market conditions. This step is about turning your gaze from the site itself to the broader environment in which your campground will operate. The first thing to look at is supply and demand. Are there many other campgrounds in the area? If so, what types are they and what do they offer? This will help you understand your potential competition. On the other hand, if there are few or no campgrounds in the area, you'll need to ascertain whether this is because of lack of demand or because no one has yet seized the opportunity. Understanding your potential customers is another critical part of researching local market conditions. Who are the people likely to visit your campground? Are they local residents looking for a quick getaway or tourists attracted to the area? What are their preferences and expectations when it comes to camping? Local tourism trends can provide valuable insights into your potential customer base. Is the area a popular tourist destination? If so, what draws people to the area? Are these attractions seasonal or year-round? Understanding these trends can help you plan your campground's operation and marketing strategies. Don't forget to consider the impact of local events and attractions. Festivals, sporting events, concerts, and other local happenings can significantly affect demand for campground accommodation. Staying abreast of such events can help you anticipate periods of high demand and plan accordingly. Another important factor to consider is seasonal variations. Most campgrounds experience a peak season when demand is highest and a slow season when demand drops. Understanding these patterns can help you manage cash flow and operations efficiently. Researching local market conditions is about gaining a deep understanding of the environment in which your campground will operate. It's about spotting opportunities, anticipating challenges, and understanding your potential customers. This knowledge can guide your decisions and strategies, helping you create a campground that not only meets but exceeds your guests' expectations. So, keep your eyes and ears open and dive deep into the local market conditions. Your future campground will thank you for it. Understanding Local Regulations and Restrictions As you delve further into the intricacies of pre-acquisition research, an essential aspect to understand is the local regulations and restrictions that could impact your campground business. Like it or not, rules and regulations are a part of doing business, and understanding them is crucial to avoid potential roadblocks and ensure smooth operations. Firstly, zoning laws will be a key area to investigate. Different regions have different zoning regulations that dictate what a piece of land can be used for. Make sure the site you're eyeing is zoned for use as a campground. If not, you might be able to apply for a variance or a zoning change, but this can be a long and uncertain process. Environmental regulations are another important consideration. These rules are designed to protect the environment and can affect various aspects of your campground, from waste disposal to building design. You'll need to ensure your operations are compliant with these regulations to avoid hefty fines or other penalties. Building codes and health and safety regulations will also play a role, particularly when it comes to designing and constructing your campground's infrastructure. These rules can influence everything from the placement and design of buildings to the installation of utilities and the creation of access roads. Understanding these regulations can seem daunting, but you don't have to navigate this labyrinth alone. Reach out to local authorities for accurate information. They can provide guidance and resources to help you understand and comply with these rules.
Legal professionals specializing in real estate or to business law can also be a valuable resource. Keep in mind that regulations can change, so staying informed and maintaining open lines of communication with local authorities is a good practice. Remember, understanding and complying with these regulations is not just about avoiding penalties. It's also about running a safe, responsible, and sustainable business that respects both the law and the environment. In summary, local regulations and restrictions are a critical part of your pre-acquisition research. They might not be the most exciting part of planning your campground, but understanding them is key to building a solid foundation for your business. So embrace this step, engage with local authorities, and ensure your dream campground is built on firm legal ground. Preliminary Financial Assessment With a clear understanding of the site, the market, and the regulatory landscape, we now move into an equally crucial aspect of pre-acquisition research, the preliminary financial assessment. This is where you start turning your campground dream into a financial reality, figuring out the costs involved, the potential revenue, and the overall financial feasibility of your vision. The first thing you'll need to consider is the cost of acquiring the site. This isn't just the purchase price of the land. It can also include costs related to closing the deal, such as legal fees, survey costs, and inspection fees. Next, consider the cost of developing the site into a campground. This will depend largely on your vision for the campground and the current state of the site. Costs could include clearing the land, building access roads, constructing facilities, installing utilities, landscaping, and much more. Don't forget about ongoing operational costs. These can include utilities, maintenance, staffing, marketing, insurance, and other expenses related to running the campground day-to-day. -day. Once you've got a handle on the potential costs, it's time to consider the other side of the equation, revenue. How much can you reasonably expect to earn from the campground? This will depend on factors such as the number of campsites, the price you charge per night, the occupancy rate, and additional revenue sources like equipment rentals or event fees. The aim of this preliminary financial assessment is to give you a ballpark idea of the financial viability of your campground venture. It can help you understand whether your vision is financially feasible, what kind of return on investment you can expect, and how long it might take to reach profitability. Remember, this is a preliminary assessment, so it's okay if your estimates aren't exact. The goal is to get a realistic overview of the financial landscape for your campground venture. And don't be discouraged if the numbers seem daunting at first. There are many financing options available for new businesses, from bank loans to investors to grants and subsidies. In conclusion, the preliminary financial assessment is an essential part of your pre-acquisition research. It helps ensure your dream campground isn't just a great idea, but also a financially sound business venture. So take your time, crunch those numbers, and build a financial plan that paves the way for a successful campground. Building a network. Having mapped out your campground vision, identified potential sites, researched the local market, navigated regulations, and done a preliminary financial assessment, you're well on your way to becoming a campground owner. However, there's one more aspect of pre-acquisition research that deserves your attention. Building a network. Building a network is about creating a web of relationships that can support your journey to becoming a campground owner. These connections can provide you with valuable advice, point you towards opportunities, and even become your allies in the business. Begin by reaching out to the local community. These are your future neighbors and potentially your future customers. So it's a good idea to establish a positive relationship from the start. Attend community events, join local organizations, and get to know the people who live and work in the area. 
Next, connect with professionals in the campground and hospitality industry. This can include other campground owners, hospitality consultants, and industry organizations. These people have been where you are now and can provide valuable advice and insights. Don't be afraid to ask questions and learn from their experiences. Consider reaching out to local authorities as well. They can help you understand local regulations, guide you through necessary procedures, and may even be able to alert you to potential opportunities or challenges. Don't forget about potential collaborators and suppliers. These can include construction companies, suppliers of camping equipment, and service providers like marketing agencies or financial consultants. Building relationships with these businesses can help ensure you have the support you need when it's time to bring your campground to life. Building a network isn't just about professional relationships. It's also about becoming a part of the community and the industry. It's about building relationships based on mutual respect and collaboration. And remember, networking is a two-way street. Be ready to offer help and support to others, just as they offer it to you. In conclusion, building a network is a key aspect of pre-acquisition research. It's about surrounding yourself with people who can help you succeed and who you can help in return. So get out there, make connections, and start building your campground network. Site Evaluation Introduction to Site Evaluation As we venture into the world of site evaluation, remember this is a critical juncture in your journey of campground acquisition. This stage is like a bridge that connects your dream with reality, your vision with the physical world. It's where you take all your research and aspirations and start to measure them against the tangible elements of a potential site. Imagine site evaluation as an exciting exploration. You're like a detective with a magnifying glass in one hand and your checklist in the other, keenly observing, questioning, and taking notes. The clues you gather and the insights you glean during this stage will greatly influence your decision to purchase a site or look elsewhere. The aim of site evaluation is to thoroughly understand the potential and limitations of a site. This isn't just about looking at a plot of land and deciding if it's big enough or has a nice view. It's a comprehensive assessment that takes into account a multitude of factors, from the physical attributes of the site to its location and accessibility, from the existing infrastructure to the potential for future expansion. Every single feature matters because, in the end, these individual factors come together to create a unique camping experience. Whether it's the rustling leaves that create a soothing melody at night, or the well-connected roads that ensure a smooth arrival for your guests, each detail contributes to the overall appeal and functionality of your campground. This is your chance to really get to know the site. Just like getting to know a person, you'll want to look beyond the surface. The size of the site is just the beginning. You'll want to explore the terrain, the vegetation, the water sources. Does the site whisper the possibility of a serene lakeside camp? or echo with the thrill of a hilltop adventure. The secrets are there, waiting to be discovered. Your exploration doesn't stop at the physical boundaries of the site. It extends to the surrounding area, the local attractions, the nearby amenities. Are there any tourist hotspots nearby that could attract visitors to your campground? How about the competition? Do you see your campground standing out in the local market? At this stage, it's also important to start considering the practical aspects. What kind of infrastructure is already in place? Are there utilities you can tap into? And if not, what would be the cost and feasibility of getting them connected? As you proceed with your evaluation, keep sustainability and the environment at the forefront of your mind. Your campground should exist in harmony with nature, enhancing its beauty rather than causing harm. Assess the potential environmental impacts and consider how you could minimize them. Finally, don't forget to think about the future. 
Does the site offer room for expansion? Can you envision adding new facilities or services down the line? In the following sections, we'll dive deeper into each of these aspects of site evaluation, giving you a detailed guide on how to conduct a thorough, insightful assessment of any potential campground site. Your adventure is just beginning, and the future holds great possibilities. So let's step forward together into this exciting exploration. Physical Characteristics Now let's delve into the very heart of the site, its physical characteristics. Think of these as the site's natural personality traits. They're the given, the unchangeable, and they'll play a substantial role in defining the experience your campground offers. Start with the size of the site. This isn't just about the sheer amount of space available, but how that space can be utilized. Picture your planned campground model. The number of pitches, any additional facilities like a recreation area, restrooms, or a small store. Can the site comfortably accommodate all these features without feeling cramped? Is there room for pathways, privacy between pitches, and open areas for guests to relax? The size of your site will set the tone for the kind of experience you can offer, whether it's a cozy, intimate setting or a sprawling space with a sense of freedom and adventure. Next, let's wander over the terrain. The lay of the land can add charm and character to your campground. Is the site flat, offering ease for setup and accessibility, or does it have hills that provide unique vantage points and secluded spots? Or perhaps it's a mix of both, offering a variety of experiences within the same site. If the terrain is uneven, consider the implications for drainage, especially during rainy periods. As you explore, pay attention to the vegetation. The trees and plants can be key selling points for your campground. They provide shade, create an atmosphere, and can offer a beautiful backdrop in every season. But they also come with responsibilities. You'll need to manage fallen leaves, potential fire hazards, and occasionally unruly growth. Take note of any special or rare vegetation that could be a unique attraction, or on the other hand, any invasive species that might need to be managed. Now turn your attention to the water sources. If there's a lake, river, or stream on or near the site, it can be a fantastic plus point. Bodies of water offer recreational possibilities like swimming, fishing, or canoeing, and they add a tranquil element to the overall ambiance. But remember, they also carry considerations for safety and potential risks like flooding. Lastly, take a moment to look beneath the surface, quite literally, at the soil and geological conditions. The type of soil can affect various aspects of your campground, from the ease of construction to the efficacy of drainage. Are there rocky formations that could pose challenges or conversely serve as natural attractions? Geological considerations also extend to slopes or other features that could impact the stability of structures or general safety. An assessment from a geological expert could be a worthy investment to ensure there are no unwelcome surprises down the line. Each of these physical characteristics is a piece of the puzzle that makes up your potential campground. They hold challenges and opportunities, and understanding them deeply will help you visualize the full picture of what your dream campground could look like. Up next, we'll venture beyond the physical confines of the site to explore the importance of location and its many facets. Location Factors Having explored the physical characteristics of the site, let's now shift our focus to its location. Remember, your campground is not an isolated island. It's a part of a larger environment, a community, and a tourism landscape. The site's location and its surrounding area can greatly influence the appeal and success of your campground. Start by considering the proximity to attractions. These could be natural wonders like national parks, beaches, or hiking trails. Or they could be man-made attractions like historical sites, amusement parks, or cultural hubs. 
The closer your campground is to these attractions, the more appealing it could be to potential visitors. After all, people often choose a campground not just for the site itself, but also for the experiences that lie beyond it. Next, consider the accessibility of the site. This includes the quality of roads leading to the campground, the ease of finding the location, and the distance from major transportation routes or hubs. Imagine your potential guests making their journey. Is the drive scenic and enjoyable, or is it difficult and confusing? Can guests reach your campground using public transportation, or is a private vehicle necessary? These considerations will influence not only the guest experience, but also the range and type of guests you might attract. Now take a moment to consider the local competition. It's important to know who else is in the game. Are there other campgrounds in the area, and if so, how does yours compare? Is there a saturation of similar campgrounds, or does your offer something unique? Knowing your competition will not only inform your site evaluation, but also help shape your marketing strategy and service offerings. When considering all these factors, it's crucial to keep your target audience in mind. Are you aiming to attract adventure-seeking backpackers, families looking for a relaxing vacation, or retirees exploring the country in their RVs? Each of these groups may have different preferences when it comes to location. By aligning the location factors with your target audience, you'll be able to create a campground that's perfectly suited to their needs. Remember, your campground is more than the sum of its pitches and facilities. It's a destination, a gateway to experiences, a haven for relaxation, and a launch pad for adventures. By carefully considering the location factors, you can ensure that your campground delivers on all these fronts and stands out in the memories of your guests. Next, we will explore the practical side of setting up a campground, looking into existing infrastructure and utilities. This will give us an understanding of what's already there on the site and what needs to be developed, a crucial aspect of turning a piece of land into a thriving campground. Infrastructure and Services As we continue on our site evaluation journey, it's time to delve into the practical elements of the site. We're going to focus on the existing infrastructure and services. These are the foundational elements that can either ease the process of setting up your campground or present challenges that need to be addressed. Begin by assessing the existing infrastructure on the site. Are there any buildings, structures, or facilities already in place? An existing building could be a potential office, store, or communal area. Existing structures like fences, gates, or signage can be advantageous, saving you some initial setup time and costs. However, if these structures are old or damaged, they might require repair or replacement, which should be factored into your planning and budgeting. Next, consider the utilities. Reliable access to electricity, water, and sewer services is critical for a campground. If these utilities are already connected to the site, that's a major plus point. However, if they're not, you'll need to investigate the feasibility and costs of getting them connected. This might involve liaising with local utility companies or possibly even exploring off-grid solutions. Don't forget about the digital utilities as well. In today's connected world, good internet and mobile coverage can be almost as important to your guests as water and electricity. Is there strong cell reception at the site? Is there an internet service provider that covers the area? If coverage is poor, you might need to consider solutions like installing Wi-Fi boosters or even a cell tower or setting appropriate expectations with your guests about the digital disconnect they might experience. When considering these infrastructure and service elements, remember to keep future needs in mind. The utility requirements for a small basic campground will be very different from those of a large site with various facilities. Similarly, 
a building that might serve as a sufficient office now could be inadequate if you plan to expand in the future. Ultimately, existing infrastructure and services are key practical factors that can significantly influence the cost, timeline, and feasibility of setting up your campground. They're the underpinning elements that support the operation of your site and ensure the comfort and convenience of your guests. Having looked at the practical considerations, let's next turn our attention to a vital aspect that often sits in the background, but can have a major impact on your campground project. The Environmental Impact Assessment. It's an area that carries both ethical and regulatory implications, and we'll explore how to navigate it in the next section. Environmental Impact Assessment. Moving forward in our evaluation journey, we approach an aspect that carries both ethical and regulatory weight the environmental impact of establishing a campground on your chosen site. As stewards of the outdoors, campground owners have a responsibility to minimize their impact on the environment. This understanding forms the basis of our next focus area, the environmental impact assessment. An environmental impact assessment, or EIA, is a process of evaluating the potential environmental impacts that your proposed campground may have on the site's surroundings. It's about understanding how your business will interact with the environment, from alterations to the landscape to effects on local wildlife to potential pollution issues. The first step in an EIA is to consider the natural habitats that exist on the site. Are there any areas of dense vegetation, wetlands, or other sensitive ecosystems that could be affected by the development of a campground? Are there any endangered or protected species that call this land home? It's crucial to identify these factors early in the process to ensure that your campground plans can be adapted to minimize disruption to these habitats. Secondly, think about the resource usage your campground will entail. How much water and energy will be consumed? Where will your waste go? There could be ways to minimize your resource usage and manage waste more effectively, such as implementing water-saving fixtures, using renewable energy sources, or introducing a recycling program. Additionally, consider potential sources of pollution. This could range from noise and light pollution affecting local wildlife to water pollution from poorly managed wastewater systems. Each potential source of pollution needs to be identified and mitigated. It's important to remember that conducting an EIA isn't just about complying with regulations, although that's certainly a critical part. It's about showing respect for the environment and taking steps to ensure that your campground can exist in harmony with nature. After all, the beauty and health of the environment are central to the appeal of a campground. As you navigate this process, you might find it beneficial to consult with environmental experts or local conservation authorities. They can provide valuable insights and help ensure that your EIA is comprehensive and accurate. By carefully assessing and mitigating the environmental impact, you can ensure that your campground is not only a success in the eyes of your guests, but also a friend to the environment. Now let's move on to a topic that's all about future possibilities, the potential for expansion. This will help us understand the growth opportunities your site may offer as your campground business flourishes. Potential for expansion. As we continue to explore the facets of site evaluation, we now turn our attention to the future. In particular, we're going to consider the potential for expansion. This aspect of the assessment is like gazing into a crystal ball, envisioning what your campground might become as it evolves and grows. Why is it important to think about expansion potential now, you might ask? The reason is simple. Today's decisions can have a profound impact on tomorrow's possibilities. 
Planning for growth now can help you avoid potential roadblocks in the future and ensure that your campground can evolve seamlessly with your ambitions. To assess the potential for expansion, start by revisiting the size and layout of the site. While it might be suitable for your initial plans, consider how it could accommodate growth. Is there room to add more pitches, facilities, or amenities in the future? Could you imagine adding a playground, a swimming pool, or maybe even a glamping section? The ability to expand your offerings can be a significant advantage as your business grows, allowing you to cater to a wider audience and increase revenue. Next, consider the local market and the broader trends in camping and outdoor tourism. Is there a demand for certain facilities or services that you could potentially offer in the future? For example, if glamping becomes increasingly popular, having the space to add glamping tents or cabins could be a valuable asset. Finally, consider the regulatory and environmental aspects of expansion. Are there any zoning restrictions or environmental considerations that could limit your ability to expand? For instance, if a part of your site falls within a protected area, your ability to develop that area might be restricted. It's essential to be aware of such limitations to avoid surprises down the line. Remember, thinking about the potential for expansion is not just about dreaming big. It's about strategic planning and making informed decisions. While not every campground needs to grow to be successful, having the option to do so can provide flexibility and open up new opportunities. With this forward-looking assessment complete, we have now covered the key areas of site evaluation. Each of these aspects, from physical characteristics to location factors, from infrastructure and services to environmental impact, and finally, the potential for expansion, together form a comprehensive understanding of the site and its suitability for your campground dream. As you progress in your journey, this understanding will serve as a valuable guide, helping you navigate your decisions and actions. Environmental Regulations As we transition from zoning laws, we naturally arrive at the subject of environmental regulations. As campground owners, we not only cater to outdoor enthusiasts, but are also stewards of the natural environment. It's our responsibility to ensure that our operations are environmentally sound and in compliance with the relevant regulations. Environmental regulations vary widely, but generally involve guidelines for waste management, water usage, land use, and the protection of wildlife habitats. These regulations are designed to minimize the impact of human activities on the environment, ensuring that our natural spaces are preserved for future generations. One of the first steps in complying with environmental regulations involves conducting an Environmental Impact Assessment, EIA. This is a process that identifies potential environmental effects of proposed actions, in our case the development of a campground. An EIA can help us to design our campground in a way that minimizes environmental harm and aligns with best practices for sustainability. Waste management is another crucial aspect of environmental regulations. As campground owners, we must have a solid plan in place for the disposal of solid waste and sewage, as well as the management of recyclables. This not only helps to keep our campgrounds clean and attractive, but also minimizes pollution and protects local ecosystems. Similarly, we must consider water usage. Campgrounds often use significant amounts of water for everything from showers to irrigation. Understanding the local water regulations is essential to ensure we're using water responsibly and not depleting local resources. We also need to consider the land itself. Some areas may have regulations about altering the landscape or removing vegetation, especially if the area is home to protected species. Thus, our campground design and construction must take into account any land use regulations. Lastly, if your campground is in an area with a rich biodiversity or near a protected area, 
there may be additional regulations to protect local wildlife. You may need to take steps to minimize noise and light pollution, restrict pets, or even limit the number of guests. Remember, it's not just about complying with regulations. It's about doing our part to protect the natural environment that makes our campgrounds so appealing in the first place. By understanding and adhering to environmental regulations, we can ensure that our campgrounds are sustainable, responsible, and primed for long-term success. Permits and Licenses With an understanding of zoning laws and environmental regulations under our belt, we now move on to an equally important aspect, obtaining the necessary permits and licenses. This is an integral part of the site acquisition process, and without the right permits, your campground simply cannot operate legally. Permits and licenses for a campground can range from building permits to health and safety permits, and even a business license. While the exact requirements can vary depending on your location and the specifics of your campground, these documents generally serve to ensure that your business complies with local laws and regulations and operates safely for your guests. Building permits are typically required when constructing new structures or modifying existing ones on your campground. This can include anything from erecting a new shower facility to building a welcome center. Each permit application will usually require a detailed plan of the proposed construction and must be approved before any work can begin. Remember, construction without a permit can lead to hefty fines, delays, and even legal action. Health and safety permits are another key aspect of campground operations. These permits ensure that your campground meets local health and safety standards. This could involve regulations around fire safety, sanitation facilities, food service, and more. A health inspector may periodically visit your campground to ensure compliance, so it's crucial to keep these standards in mind in your day-to-day -day operations. Lastly, you'll need a business license to operate your campground. This is a legal requirement that gives you the authority to conduct business in your chosen location. The process to obtain a business license will vary by location, but typically involves submitting an application, paying a fee, and occasionally undergoing an inspection or review. The process of applying for and obtaining these permits and licenses can be time-consuming, but it's an essential step in establishing a legal and successful campground. It's recommended to start this process well in advance of your planned opening date to avoid any potential delays. These permits and licenses are not just one-time requirements. They must be maintained, updated, and occasionally renewed to ensure ongoing compliance with local laws and regulations. So, while permits and licenses might not be the most exciting part of setting up a campground, they're certainly one of the most important. By ensuring you have the correct permits and licenses in place, you're not only protecting your business legally, but also ensuring the safety and satisfaction of your guests. Legal Issues and Acquisition Now that we've navigated the terrain of permits and licenses, it's time to take a closer look at some potential legal issues that might surface during the acquisition of your campground site. Understanding these potential hurdles can help you better prepare and hopefully avoid any legal pitfalls. One of the foremost considerations during acquisition is understanding property rights and titles. In the simplest terms, a property title is the legal document that gives you ownership and the right to use a piece of property. When you're purchasing a campground site, you'll want to ensure that the seller has a clear title to the property. This means that they have full ownership rights and there are no legal claims or liens against the property that could prevent or complicate the transfer of these rights to you. A key part of this process is conducting thorough legal due diligence before finalizing the acquisition. This typically involves a title search to confirm the seller's ownership 
and uncover any potential issues with the property, such as outstanding liens, easements, or encroachments. It's generally a good idea to hire a real estate attorney to conduct this due diligence and guide you through the acquisition process. Legal disputes are another potential issue to be aware of. These could involve disputes over land boundaries, disputes with local communities, or even disputes related to the previous use of the land. To avoid such disputes, it's important to be as thorough as possible in your research and due diligence. A good understanding of local laws, regular communication with local communities, and the use of professional services can go a long way in mitigating these risks. Moreover, if the property you're acquiring has existing structures that you plan to use, you'll want to ensure these structures were built legally and comply with all local building codes and regulations. Any illegal structures might need to be removed or brought up to code, which could add significant costs to your project. Finally, always remember to review any contracts or legal documents thoroughly before signing. Pay special attention to the terms and conditions, including your rights and obligations, the purchase price and payment terms, and any contingencies that could affect the deal. A real estate attorney can be invaluable in helping you understand these documents and ensuring your interests are protected. In summary, while legal issues in acquisition can be complex, they're not insurmountable. By doing your homework, seeking professional advice, and approaching the process with a thorough and diligent mindset, you can navigate these challenges and move one step closer to owning your dream campground. Accessibility and ADA Compliance Having navigated the potential legal issues in acquisition, we must now turn our attention to another vital aspect of campground ownership, ensuring accessibility and compliance with the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA. The ADA is a federal law that prohibits discrimination against individuals with disabilities in all areas of public life. For campground owners, this means taking steps to ensure your site is accessible to all, regardless of physical limitations. Compliance with the ADA is not just a legal requirement, but also a demonstration of your commitment to inclusivity and equal access. The ADA standards for accessible design provide guidelines for a range of elements that you'll need to consider. These include the width of pathways, the design of restroom facilities, the height of surfaces such as counters and tables, and the provision of accessible parking spaces. There are also specific guidelines for recreational facilities, which would apply to elements such as picnic areas, camping sites, and recreational trails in your campground. For example, in terms of camping sites, you should ensure that some sites are designed to be accessible. This means they should be located on a route that's accessible, have a surface that's firm and stable, and have amenities like picnic tables and fire rings that are accessible. The number of accessible sites required will depend on the total number of camping sites in your campground. When planning your campground layout, you should also ensure that common areas such as restrooms, showers, and laundry facilities are accessible. You'll need to consider elements such as door widths, ramp slopes, and the arrangement of fixtures to allow for wheelchair maneuverability. But ADA compliance isn't just about physical design. It's also about making sure that individuals with disabilities can enjoy the same experiences as others. This could involve providing information in accessible formats, like Braille or large print, allowing service animals or offering assistive devices or services. Remember, making your campground accessible might require some additional planning and investment, but it's a crucial part of ensuring your site is open and welcoming to everyone. By adhering to ADA standards, you'll not only be complying with the law, but also demonstrating your commitment to inclusivity and equality, which can enhance your campground's reputation and appeal to a wider range of guests.
Health and Safety Regulations As we continue our journey through the complexities of campground ownership, it's time to delve into the topic of health and safety regulations. These rules and guidelines are in place to ensure that your campground is a safe and healthy environment for all guests. Health and safety regulations for campgrounds cover a variety of areas. Fire safety is a key concern given that campfires are a common feature in most campgrounds. Regulations may dictate where and when fires are allowed, what fire prevention measures must be in place, and how fires should be extinguished. As a campground owner, you should clearly communicate these rules to your guests and ensure that suitable fire safety equipment such as fire extinguishers and fire rings are available. Sanitation is another important area covered by health and safety regulations. This encompasses the provision of clean and well-maintained restroom and shower facilities, as well as proper waste disposal systems. In some areas, you may be required to provide a certain number of toilets and showers per number of guests, and these facilities must meet specific standards for cleanliness and maintenance. If your campground includes a food service area, such as a cafe or restaurant, there will also be food safety regulations to consider. These rules cover everything from food storage and preparation to employee hygiene. Food service areas may be subject to regular inspections to ensure compliance with these regulations. Another area of health and safety regulations that you might not immediately consider is noise control. Excessive noise can disturb guests and local wildlife, and many areas have regulations in place to control noise levels. These could include quiet hours, restrictions on vehicle noise, or rules about the use of audio equipment. As with all regulations, health and safety rules will vary depending on your location, so it's important to familiarize yourself with the local requirements. Regularly review these regulations and ensure that your campground remains in compliance. You should also communicate these rules clearly to your guests to ensure their cooperation. Ultimately, the goal of these health and safety regulations is to create an environment where guests can enjoy their camping experience without risk to their health or safety. Compliance is not just a legal obligation, but also a way of showing care for your guests and commitment to their well-being. With careful planning and ongoing diligence, you can ensure that your campground is a safe, healthy, and enjoyable place for everyone. Insurance Requirements Having thoroughly explored health and safety regulations, we now turn to the equally crucial topic of insurance. Insurance is a key risk management tool, offering financial protection to your campground business against a variety of potential losses or liabilities. There are several types of insurance that are particularly relevant to campground owners. These typically include property insurance, liability insurance, and if you have employees, workers' compensation insurance. Property insurance provides coverage for physical assets, such as buildings, equipment, and inventory, against risks like fire, theft, or natural disasters. When considering property insurance, think about the unique aspects of a campground. For example, if your campground includes structures like cabins, picnic shelters, or restrooms, these should be covered. Similarly, equipment like maintenance tools, Recreational equipment or even company vehicles should also be insured. Liability insurance is another must-have. This type of insurance covers you in case a guest or other third party suffers injury or property damage because of your business operations. For example, if a guest trips over a poorly maintained pathway in your campground and decides to sue, your liability insurance would cover the associated costs. Remember, accidents can and do happen and the costs of a lawsuit can be significant, so it's important to have adequate coverage. If your campground business has employees, you'll also need to consider workers' compensation insurance. 
This type of insurance provides coverage for medical costs and lost wages if an employee gets injured or becomes ill as a result of their job. This is typically required by law, but requirements can vary depending on your location and the number of employees you have. Keep in mind that insurance needs can vary greatly depending on the specific features and operations of your campground. It's a good idea to work with an insurance broker or agent who is familiar with the campground industry. They can help you understand your risks and ensure you have the right types and amounts of coverage. Remember, while insurance does involve an upfront cost, it provides crucial financial protection for your business. By ensuring you have adequate insurance coverage, you can focus on running your campground with the peace of mind that you're protected against unexpected losses. Financial Considerations Understanding the Total Cost of Acquisition In the journey of acquiring a campground site, one of the crucial first steps you'll need to take is understanding the total cost of acquisition. This is not just about the price you pay to purchase the land. It's a comprehensive calculation that includes several other expenses, both immediate and those you'll incur down the line. When we talk about the upfront costs, we're referring to the immediate expenses associated with the acquisition. The first of these is, of course, the purchase price of the site. But remember, just as you wouldn't buy a car without a mechanic checking it out, you shouldn't buy a piece of land without doing your due diligence. This can include hiring a surveyor to check out the property, a lawyer to review all contracts and legal documents, and possibly an environmental consultant to ensure there are no environmental issues with the site. All of these professionals cost money and these costs should be factored into your total acquisition cost. Once you've purchased the land, you're likely going to need to make some modifications to turn it into a campground. These are what we call the development costs. They can include site preparation, which might involve clearing trees or leveling the ground, infrastructure setup, such as putting in water and sewer lines, electricity, and internet access, and building construction, which can range from simple shower and toilet facilities to a full-service reception area, or even cabins for guests. But the costs don't stop once the campground is up and running. There are ongoing costs that you'll need to account for in your business plan. These can include routine maintenance of the campground and its facilities, utilities, property taxes, insurance, and possibly wages if you plan to hire staff. Understanding these costs up front is crucial because they will directly affect your pricing strategy and profitability. While it might seem daunting to think about all these costs, it's necessary to have a clear picture of your total financial commitment. By understanding the total cost of acquisition, you'll be able to make informed decisions about whether a particular site is a viable option for your campground business. This understanding can also help you plan your financing strategy, negotiate a fair purchase price, and set realistic expectations for your return on investment. Remember, a well-planned business is a successful business. Estimating Potential Revenue Continuing on from understanding the total cost of acquisition, let's now delve into an equally important part of your financial planning, estimating potential revenue. After all, a business exists to generate income. As a prospective campground owner, you need to know how much revenue you can realistically expect to make. Your revenue comes primarily from your guests. To estimate this, start by determining the maximum occupancy your campground can handle. This means calculating the number of camping spots, RV spaces, cabins, or other accommodations you'll have available. Don't forget to account for seasons and peak times, as these can significantly impact occupancy rates. Once you have an idea of your potential occupancy, consider how much you'll charge per night. This is where understanding your target market comes into play. 
Are you catering to budget-conscious campers who prefer a basic setup? Or are you targeting luxury seekers willing to pay more for extra amenities? Research what similar campgrounds in your area or target market are charging. This will give you a baseline for setting your own prices. Remember, your campground could have other sources of income, too. For instance, if you have an on-site shop selling camping essentials, firewood, or snacks, this can bring in additional revenue. Perhaps you offer recreational activities for a fee or have laundry facilities. All these additional income streams should be considered when estimating potential revenue. Taking the time to calculate projected income helps paint a picture of your campground's potential profitability. However, keep in mind that these are estimates. It's always wise to be conservative in your projections and plan for contingencies. As you continue to run your campground, keep a close eye on your actual revenue versus your projections. This will help you tweak your business model, pricing strategy, or marketing efforts as needed. Remember, it's not just about making money. It's about making a sustainable income that can support your business in the long run. Return on Investment ROI Calculation After understanding your total cost of acquisition and estimating your potential revenue, the next step is to calculate your return on investment, or ROI. ROI is a measure of the profitability of your investment. It tells you how much money you can expect to make in relation to the amount of money you've put in. To calculate ROI, you'll subtract your total cost from your net profit, then divide that number by your total cost, and finally multiply by 100 to get a percentage. The formula looks like this. ROI equals net profit minus total cost divided by total cost times 100%. Your net profit is your total revenue minus all your expenses, both upfront and ongoing. Your total cost includes all the money you've invested into buying and developing the campground site. It's important to keep in mind that your ROI won't be immediate. It will take time to recoup your initial investment and start seeing profit. This is especially true for a campground, which may have peak and off-peak seasons, affecting your revenue flow. Having a target ROI in mind can help you make strategic decisions about how much to invest and what price to set for your services. For example, if you aim for an ROI of 20% in the first five years, you can use this target to work backwards and determine your pricing strategy. However, be aware that many factors can influence your ROI. These include market conditions, competition, changes in costs, and even weather patterns that affect camping seasons. It's essential to continuously monitor your ROI and adjust your business strategy as necessary. Remember, calculating your ROI isn't just about crunching numbers. It's about understanding the financial health of your business. A positive ROI indicates that your business is profitable, while a negative ROI might signal a need for changes in your business strategy. It's an essential tool in your financial toolkit, helping you make informed decisions and steer your business towards success. Financing Options Building on our understanding of costs, potential revenue, and ROI, let's move on to another crucial aspect of your financial plan, financing options. While some of you might be lucky enough to have enough personal savings to cover the total cost of acquisition, most will need some form of financing to kickstart your campground business. The first and most common source of financing is a bank loan. Banks provide loans specifically designed for business purposes, and some even have programs tailored for the hospitality or tourism industry. When considering a bank loan, it's essential to understand the terms, including the interest rate, repayment schedule, and whether the loan is secured requiring collateral or unsecured. 
In addition to banks, there are other lending institutions such as credit unions or online lenders that might offer more flexible or favorable terms. Make sure to shop around and compare different lenders to find the best deal for your situation. Another potential source of financing is investors. These could be friends or family who believe in your business idea and are willing to contribute financially. Alternatively, you might look at finding a business partner who's willing to invest capital in exchange for a share of the business. Finally, you might consider government grants or programs designed to promote small businesses or the tourism industry. These can sometimes offer funds that don't need to be repaid or low-interest loans that can be easier to qualify for than traditional bank loans. Whatever financing option you choose, it's critical to understand the implications. Loans need to be repaid, often with interest, which will add to your ongoing costs. Investors or partners will likely want to say in how the business is run, which could impact your decision-making freedom. Remember, when preparing to approach any potential financier, be it a bank, an investor, or a grant committee, you'll need to present a compelling business plan. This plan should clearly outline your business idea, market research, financial projections, and how you plan to repay the loan or provide a return on investment. By showing that you have a sound understanding of your business's financial aspects, you'll significantly increase your chances of securing the financing you need. Cash Flow Analysis Having explored the aspects of costs, revenue, ROI, and financing options, we now venture into another essential financial concept, cash flow analysis. Understanding and managing your cash flow is vital in maintaining the financial health of your campground business. Cash flow, in simple terms, is the movement of money in and out of your business. Positive cash flow means you have more money coming in from your customers, revenue, than going out in expenses, which is always a desirable scenario. On the contrary, negative cash flow indicates that your expenses exceed your revenue, which can lead to serious financial problems if not addressed promptly. To begin your cash flow analysis, you'll need to create a cash flow statement which can be broken down into three sections. 1. Operating Activities This is the core of your business, where you note down the revenue from your guests and any operating expenses such as wages, utilities, and maintenance costs. 2. Investing Activities this section includes any cash spent or earned from the purchase or sale of long-term assets, like the initial cost of buying the campground or later potentially the cost of adding additional amenities. 3. Financing Activities Here you'll record any money that flows in or out of your business from loans, repayments, or from investors. By monitoring and updating this statement regularly, you can identify trends, prepare for future expenses, and ensure that you always have enough cash on hand to keep your business running smoothly. It's also crucial to understand that revenue and cash flow are not the same. You might have a significant amount of revenue projected for the peak season, but if your peak season is several months away, you need to ensure you have enough cash to cover your ongoing expenses until then. If you encounter potential cash flow issues, it's important to address them quickly. This might involve cutting unnecessary expenses, adjusting your pricing, or seeking additional financing. Remember, maintaining a healthy cash flow is not just about survival. It's about creating a financially stable environment in which your business can grow and thrive. With a careful cash flow analysis, you'll be better equipped to make informed decisions and ensure the sustainability of your campground business. Contingency Planning Now that we've delved into the ins and outs of costs, revenue, ROI, financing options, and cash flow analysis, we come to a critical component of any robust financial plan. Contingency Planning 
A contingency plan is like a safety net for your business. It's there to catch you if unexpected financial challenges arise. It's essential to remember that no matter how meticulously you plan, there will always be factors beyond your control. For example, you could face unexpected delays in opening your campground, a natural disaster could damage your facilities, or there could be an economic downturn that affects your occupancy rates. Any of these could put a strain on your finances. The first step in contingency planning is to identify potential risks. Think about what could go wrong that would significantly impact your cash flow or profitability. Once you've identified these risks, you can start to think about strategies to mitigate them. One common strategy is to have a financial buffer. This is extra money set aside to cover unexpected expenses or revenue shortfalls. This could be a percentage of your projected revenue or a fixed amount based on your estimated operating costs. The idea is to have enough to keep your business running while you address the issue. Another strategy is to have a line of credit or other financing option available. This could provide a quick influx of cash if needed. However, remember that loans need to be repaid, so this should not be your first line of defense. Lastly, consider insurance. While it's an additional cost, insurance can provide financial protection against certain risks, such as property damage or business interruption. It's important to review and update your contingency plan regularly. As your business grows and changes, your risks and potential solutions might also change. Remember, contingency planning is not about expecting the worst. It's about being prepared so that if things do go wrong, you can handle it with minimal disruption to your business. A solid contingency plan can provide peace of mind, knowing that you're prepared to weather the financial storms that might come your way. Tax Considerations As we continue to navigate the financial aspects of owning a campground, we arrive at the topic of taxes. Tax considerations are a vital part of your financial planning. They can significantly impact your business's bottom line and your compliance with regulatory authorities. Firstly, understand that owning a campground means you're running a business, and this comes with certain tax implications. You'll likely be required to pay business taxes, which could include income tax, sales tax, and possibly others depending on your location and the specific nature of your business. The cost of acquiring the campground and any improvements made to the site may also have tax implications. One of the first tax considerations to be aware of is property tax. As a property owner, you'll be required to pay this tax annually or semi-annually to your local government. The amount is usually a percentage of the property's assessed value, and it's crucial to account for this expense in your ongoing costs. Secondly, consider the income tax on your business profits. The structure of your business, sole proprietorship, partnership, corporation, etc., will influence how your business income is taxed. Additionally, certain expenses related to your business, like interest on business loans, may be tax-deductible, reducing your taxable income. If your campground has additional services like a general store or recreational activities that you charge for, you may also need to collect sales tax. The rules around sales tax can vary significantly, so it's important to understand the requirements in your specific location. Good record-keeping is essential for managing your taxes effectively. Keep track of all your income and expenses, and store receipts and invoices in an organized manner. This will not only make tax time less stressful, but also ensure that you're ready in case of an audit. It's also worth considering hiring a tax professional or accountant. They can provide advice tailored to your specific situation, help you take advantage of any tax benefits you're eligible for, and ensure you stay compliant with tax laws. While this is an additional expense, it can often pay for itself in the tax savings and peace of mind it provides. Remember, 
Tax considerations are an integral part of your financial planning. Understanding your tax obligations and planning for them can help you avoid unexpected expenses and legal issues, contributing to the overall success of your campground business. Negotiation and Acquisition Understanding the Basics of Negotiation Understanding the basics of negotiation is an essential starting point when it comes to acquiring a campground site. It's the process where both parties, you and the seller, engage in discussions with the aim of reaching an agreement that is beneficial for both. At the heart of successful negotiation lies preparation. It's like preparing for a journey. You need to know your destination, the route, and what you might encounter along the way. In negotiation terms, this means understanding what you want to achieve, knowing what you're willing to compromise on, and what your absolute deal-breakers are. This will allow you to navigate the negotiation process with clarity and confidence. Communication plays a crucial role in negotiation. It's not just about stating your terms. It's also about actively listening to the other party. This helps you understand their needs and concerns, and it can also provide valuable insights into how flexible they might be on certain points. Remember, negotiation is a two-way street. It's as much about giving as it is about getting. Next, let's talk about the importance of maintaining objectivity in negotiations. It's easy to let emotions cloud your judgment, especially when you are passionate about your campground business. However, it's vital to separate emotions from the negotiation process. Decisions should be based on facts, not feelings. It's okay to walk away if the deal doesn't meet your requirements or if it's not in your best interest. Lastly, there are various negotiation strategies you can employ, and your choice largely depends on the specific circumstances of the deal. Some people opt for a competitive approach, trying to get the most out of the deal, while others prefer a collaborative approach, focusing on creating a win-win situation for both parties. There's no one-size-fits-all strategy, and you might need to adapt your approach based on how the negotiation is progressing. Remember, negotiation is not about winning or losing, but about finding a solution that is mutually acceptable. It's a vital skill that will not only help you in acquiring a campground site, but also in various other aspects of running your business. Pre-negotiation Preparation Before you step into the negotiation process, there's a crucial phase known as pre-negotiation preparation. This stage sets the foundation for the negotiations and can significantly influence the outcome. The first step is to fully understand the value of the site you're interested in. This isn't just about the asking price, but also about its potential as a campground. What amenities does it have? How accessible is it? What's its appeal to your target audience? All these factors contribute to its value, and understanding this will give you a firm footing when you start negotiations. Next, it's important to gather as much information as possible about the site and the seller. This might involve researching the seller's motivations for selling, their financial situation, and their history with the property. This information can give you valuable insights into how to approach the negotiation. For example, a seller in no hurry to sell might not be open to lower offers, while a seller who's looking to sell quickly might be more flexible. With this information at hand, you can then determine your negotiation objectives. What is the maximum price you're willing to pay? What terms and conditions are you looking for? Are there any specific concessions you hope to win during the negotiation? Having clear objectives will give you direction during the negotiations. However, it's not enough to just know your objectives. You also need to establish your walkaway point. This is the point at which the deal is no longer beneficial for you and you're better off walking away. This could be tied to the price, terms, or any other factor that's important to you. 
Knowing your walkaway point helps you avoid getting caught up in the heat of negotiation and making concessions that you might later regret. Remember, pre-negotiation preparation isn't about strategizing how to outsmart the other party. Instead, it's about equipping yourself with the knowledge and understanding you need to make informed decisions and negotiate effectively. The Negotiation Process The negotiation process is where the groundwork you've laid in your preparation phase comes to life. It's a dynamic interplay of give and take, with the goal of reaching a mutually beneficial agreement. To initiate the negotiation, you'll want to start with a clear and concise statement of your intentions. This might include your initial offer, as well as the terms and conditions you'd like to see in the agreement. Remember, your initial offer doesn't have to be your final offer. It's just a starting point for the negotiation. As the negotiation unfolds, the art of discussing price and terms comes into play. It's essential to articulate your reasoning behind the price you're offering and the terms you're proposing. Providing clear explanations not only makes your offer more persuasive, but also shows respect for the seller and their interests. But negotiation isn't a monologue, it's a dialogue. This means being ready to handle objections and counteroffers. When faced with these, try to understand the concerns behind them rather than getting defensive. Ask questions, seek clarifications, and use these as opportunities to find common ground. During the negotiation process, there will likely be moments of disagreement. These are not roadblocks, but rather opportunities for further discussion. Stay patient and maintain open communication. The goal is not to convince the other party that you're right, but to find a solution that addresses both parties' needs. Once you've reached a point where both parties are satisfied with the terms, you're ready to move towards finalizing the agreement. However, it's important to remember that verbal agreements are just that, verbal. Be sure to get everything in writing to avoid misunderstandings or disputes later on. In the end, the negotiation process is about balance. It's about balancing your needs and the sellers, the give and take of compromise, and the balance between standing firm on your priorities and being flexible on less critical points. It's a journey that, with patience and understanding, can lead to a successful acquisition. Legal Considerations in Negotiation When it comes to negotiating the acquisition of a campground, there are several legal considerations to bear in mind. These legal aspects can greatly impact the terms of the deal and ensure that both parties' interests are protected. One of the first things to consider is the importance of having legal representation during negotiations. Having a lawyer present, especially one experienced in real estate transactions, can be a valuable asset. They can help you understand the legal implications of the terms being discussed, ensure that your interests are protected, and help prevent potential legal issues down the line. As the negotiation progresses, you'll likely find yourself discussing various legal contracts and agreements. These documents, which may include purchase agreements, land contracts, or lease agreements, outline the terms and conditions of the acquisition. Each of these agreements serves a specific purpose and comes with its own set of legal considerations. It's crucial to understand what each document entails and how it impacts your acquisition. During this stage, you'll encounter various legal terms and clauses. Some, like contingencies or due diligence period, might be unfamiliar, but they're essential components of the negotiation process. Contingencies are conditions that must be met for the acquisition to proceed, while a due diligence period is a time frame during which you can investigate the property further and can back out if any major issues are found. Understanding these and other legal terms will help you navigate the negotiation process more effectively. Also, it's important to be aware of any legal liabilities that could arise from the acquisition. 
These could be environmental regulations that the campground must comply with, or potential legal disputes over property rights. Being aware of these possible liabilities can inform your negotiation strategy and help you avoid costly legal issues in the future. In conclusion, the legal aspects of negotiation are just as important as the financial ones. They require careful consideration and, ideally, the guidance of a legal professional. By paying due attention to these legal factors, you can ensure a smoother negotiation process and a more secure acquisition. Finalizing the Acquisition Finalizing the acquisition is the culminating stage of the negotiation process. It's the point where all the discussions, deliberations, and compromises translate into concrete action, officially making the campground yours. Once you've reached a verbal agreement with the seller, the next step is to get it down in writing. This usually takes the form of a purchase agreement or sales contract, which outlines the agreed-upon price, terms, and conditions of the acquisition. It's vital to review this document carefully, preferably with your attorney, to ensure that it accurately reflects the agreed terms and doesn't contain any unfavorable clauses. After reviewing the agreement, the next step is to sign it, signifying your commitment to the acquisition. However, signing the contract doesn't necessarily mean that the property is yours right away. Typically, the transaction isn't considered complete until the closing process is finished. The closing process involves several steps, including finalizing your financing, conducting a final walkthrough of the property, and settling any remaining closing costs. Once these steps are completed, the title of the property is transferred to you, marking the official end of the acquisition process. During this stage, an escrow service can play a pivotal role. An escrow service acts as a neutral third party that holds onto the property's deed and your payment until all the terms of the agreement have been met. Using an escrow service adds a layer of security to the transaction, protecting both you and the seller. However, acquiring the site is just the beginning. Post-acquisition, there are a number of steps that need to be taken, such as transferring utilities, obtaining necessary permits, and starting the process of developing the site into a campground. It's also the time to start marketing and promoting your new campground to attract guests. In conclusion, finalizing the acquisition is a significant milestone, but it's also the starting point of your journey as a campground owner. It's a stage that requires careful attention to detail, but with diligent preparation and a clear understanding of the process, it can be navigated successfully. Post-Acquisition Considerations with the acquisition finalized and the campground now officially yours, you might think your work is done. But in reality, this is just the beginning of your exciting journey as a campground owner. Now you'll need to focus on post-acquisition considerations, the steps that follow the finalization of the acquisition. Firstly, there are administrative tasks to address. Ownership needs to be transferred and properly recorded, which may involve working with local government offices or a title company. At the same time, you'll want to ensure utilities are transferred to your name and relevant insurances are updated or initiated. Next, if the site is not already a functioning campground, you'll need to commence the development process. This might involve clearing the land, developing infrastructure like roads and utilities, constructing amenities, and creating individual campsite plots. If the site was already a campground, perhaps some upgrades or modifications may be required. This is also a good time to start thinking about the operation of your campground. What will your policies be? How will you manage bookings? What services and amenities will you offer and at what price? These are all questions you'll need to answer as you develop your operational plan. Promotion is another key post-acquisition consideration. 
Even the most beautiful campground won't attract guests if people don't know about it. Consider how you'll market your campground. Will you use online advertising, social media, partnerships with local businesses, or all of the above? Developing a solid marketing strategy can help ensure a successful launch and continued business. Lastly, remember to seek necessary permits for your campground. This could include building permits for any construction, health department permits for sanitation facilities, or specific permits related to the operation of a campground. Ensuring you have all necessary permissions can help avoid any legal complications down the line. In conclusion, the post-acquisition phase is all about transforming your newly acquired site into a thriving campground. Each step requires careful planning and execution, but with diligence and determination, you can create a successful and profitable business. Risk Management Understanding Risk Imagine you're about to embark on a journey. There's a path laid out before you leading towards your destination, owning and operating a successful campground. However, like any journey, there are potential obstacles and hazards. In the context of your campground venture, these obstacles and hazards are known as risks. Understanding these risks is your first step in navigating the journey successfully. Risk, in simple terms, refers to the potential for things to not go as planned. When we talk about risk in site selection and acquisition, we're referring to anything that could potentially derail your plan to establish a successful campground. These risks could range from financial issues, such as overestimating your budget, to operational challenges, like underestimating the work required to prepare a site for campers. Each type of risk carries its own implications. Financial risks, for instance, could leave you strapped for cash and unable to fulfill your plans. Operational risks could lead to delays in your opening schedule or dissatisfaction among your campers. In the worst case, they could even make your campground unviable. But fear not. Understanding these risks doesn't mean you're predicting doom and gloom. Rather, it's about being aware of the potential hurdles and planning for them. It's about foreseeing what could go wrong and preparing strategies to avoid or manage these situations. Moreover, not all risks are negative. Some risks, often referred to as opportunities, might lead to unexpected benefits. For example, an unforeseen event could lead to your campground gaining popularity faster than expected, causing a surge in bookings. By understanding these potential positive risks, you can also plan to seize these opportunities when they arise. The importance of understanding risk in your campground venture cannot be overstated. It's the bedrock upon which you will build your risk management strategies. It's the compass that will guide you safely through your journey. So as you embark on this exciting venture, remember, understanding risk isn't about fearing the journey. It's about being prepared for the adventure. Risk Identification Continuing our journey, we now arrive at the phase of risk identification. Having understood what risk means in the context of site selection and acquisition, it's now time to uncover the specific risks that you might encounter in your campground venture. Risk identification is a proactive step that involves foreseeing the challenges that could come your way. It's like taking out a map of your journey and marking the potential pitfalls and roadblocks. The goal here isn't to scare you but to arm you with the knowledge to make informed decisions and plan effectively. Start by thinking about the various stages of site selection and acquisition. Each stage comes with its own set of potential risks. For instance, during the site evaluation stage, there could be risks related to the site's terrain or accessibility. Are there steep slopes that could cause issues with campsite layout or increase the risk of erosion? Is the site easily accessible by road, or could its location create challenges for campers trying to reach it? 
During the negotiation and acquisition phase, other types of risks might come into play. What if the current owner overestimated the site's worth, leading to inflated asking prices? What if there are undisclosed legal issues with the property title that could complicate the acquisition process? Then there are risks related to your target market and business model. If you're planning to create a luxury glamping site, but most travelers in the area are looking for budget-friendly options, you might face the risk of low occupancy. If your business model relies heavily on RV camping, but local regulations limit the number of RV sites, this could pose a significant risk. It's also essential to look at external factors. Economic conditions, market trends, environmental issues, and local regulations are just a few of the external risks that could affect your campground business. For example, changes in tourism trends or economic downturns could impact the demand for camping. Changes in environmental regulations could affect your site development plans. Remember, the goal of risk identification isn't to predict every single issue that might come up. That would be an impossible task. Instead, the aim is to identify the most significant risks that could impact your venture. By understanding these potential challenges, you can start to plan your strategies to avoid or manage them effectively. In the next phase, we'll explore how to evaluate these risks, assess their potential impact, and prioritize them. But for now, pat yourself on the back. Identifying potential risks is a significant step forward in your risk management journey. Risk Evaluation Now that we've identified the potential risks, the next step on our journey is risk evaluation. This is where we take a closer look at each risk and assess how much it could impact your campground venture. Imagine each risk is a rock on your path. Some rocks are small pebbles barely noticeable, while others are large boulders, difficult to navigate around. Risk evaluation helps you determine which rocks are pebbles and which ones are boulders. Start by assessing the impact of each risk. If this risk were to occur, how much would it affect your venture? For instance, a slight delay in the site development schedule might be a small rock, a minor inconvenience, but a significant legal issue that could halt your acquisition process. That's a boulder, a serious problem. Next, consider the probability of each risk. How likely is it that this risk will occur? A risk might have a high impact, like a boulder blocking your path, but if it's unlikely to occur, it might not be a major concern. On the other hand, a risk with a lower impact but a high likelihood of occurrence can't be ignored. There are various methods to evaluate risks, but one commonly used approach is the risk matrix. This is a tool that helps you visualize risks based on their impact and likelihood. Risks with a high impact and high probability are in the top right corner of the matrix and are the ones you should focus on first. The aim of risk evaluation isn't to create fear or anxiety, but to inform your decision-making process. By understanding the potential impact and likelihood of each risk, you can prioritize them and focus your efforts where they're needed the most. Remember, risk evaluation isn't a one-time task. It's an ongoing process that should be revisited regularly throughout your campground venture. As things progress, new risks might emerge, or existing ones might change in their impact or probability. Risk evaluation is an essential step in your risk management journey. It helps you understand not just what could go wrong, but how wrong things could go and how likely they are to happen. With this knowledge, you'll be better equipped to plan your strategies to manage these risks effectively. In the next phase, we'll explore these strategies in detail. But for now, take a moment to appreciate the progress you've made. You're not just understanding the risks, you're learning to navigate them. And that's a significant stride towards a successful campground venture. Risk Mitigation Strategies 
With the risks identified and evaluated, it's time to chart out the next phase of our journey. Risk Mitigation Strategies This is where you'll plan your course of action to manage the potential risks effectively. Think of risk mitigation strategies as your toolkit to navigate the potential pitfalls and roadblocks on your path to campground ownership. These are the steps you can take to either reduce the likelihood of a risk occurring, decrease its potential impact, or both. Firstly, consider risk avoidance. This strategy involves changing your plans to completely avoid a risk. For instance, if a potential site is in an area prone to flooding, you could decide not to proceed with this site to avoid the risk entirely. Of course, avoidance might not always be feasible or desirable, especially if it means missing out on significant opportunities. Next, think about risk reduction. This strategy involves taking steps to decrease the likelihood of a risk occurring or reducing its impact if it does occur. For instance, you could reduce the risk of construction delays by hiring experienced contractors or mitigate the impact of potential legal issues by engaging a knowledgeable real estate attorney. Risk sharing is another effective strategy. This involves transferring or sharing the risk with another party. For instance, you could purchase insurance to transfer some of the financial risks or form partnerships to share the operational risks. It's about not carrying all the burdens on your own, but sharing them with others who can help manage them. Finally, there's risk retention. This strategy is used for risks that are unlikely to occur or have a low impact. Essentially, you accept the risk and deal with any potential consequences. For instance, a slight delay in the site development schedule might be a risk you choose to retain, given its relatively low impact. Developing your risk mitigation strategies is like drawing a detailed map of your journey. It's about knowing your path, foreseeing the potential obstacles, and planning your route around them. And just like a map, your risk mitigation plan should be flexible, allowing for detours and changes as necessary. Remember, the goal of risk mitigation isn't to eliminate all risks. That's an impossible task. Instead, the goal is to manage the risks effectively, making your journey towards campground ownership smoother and more predictable. Risk mitigation strategies are your safety net in the adventurous journey of site selection and acquisition. By carefully planning these strategies, you're not just preparing to face the risks, but also building your resilience to bounce back from any potential setbacks. And that's a hallmark of a successful campground owner. Insurance and risk transfer. As we continue to navigate the terrain of risk management, we find ourselves at insurance and risk transfer. This is a crucial stopover on our journey, as it involves strategies that can provide a safety net for your venture. Insurance plays a vital role in managing risk, particularly those with high impact but low likelihood, such as natural disasters or major liability claims. Picture insurance as a sturdy shelter, providing you protection against the storms of unforeseen circumstances. There are different types of insurance policies that can be useful for campground owners. For instance, property insurance can protect your physical assets, such as buildings, equipment, and even the land itself, from damage or loss due to events like fire, storm, or vandalism. Liability insurance is another important cover. It protects you if someone gets injured on your property or if there's damage to a camper's property. Think of it as a protective barrier, shielding you from potential legal claims that could otherwise be financially devastating. Business interruption insurance can also be beneficial. It covers loss of income if your campground has to close temporarily due to a covered event, like a fire or a natural disaster. It's like a financial safety net, helping you keep up with your expenses even when your regular income is disrupted. While insurance is an effective way to transfer risk, 
it's not a magic bullet that eliminates all risks. It's important to understand what your policies cover and what they don't. Make sure to read the fine print and discuss any unclear points with your insurance agent. Risk transfer isn't limited to insurance, though. It also involves strategies like outsourcing certain tasks to experts or entering into partnerships. For instance, you might outsource your site's maintenance to a professional service provider, thereby transferring the operational risks to them. Or you might form a partnership with another business for shared services, thus sharing the risks associated with those services. Whether it's through insurance, outsourcing, or partnerships, the goal of risk transfer is to protect your venture from potential shocks. It's about distributing the weight of risks so that no single setback can derail your journey towards owning a successful campground. Remember, insurance and risk transfer strategies are not about evading risks but managing them effectively. They are your shields in the adventurous journey of campground ownership, providing you with the confidence to face the uncertainties ahead. And with this confidence, you're one step closer to realizing your dream of owning a successful campground. Emergency Planning Navigating further into our journey of risk management, we arrive at emergency planning. This is a critical step that can significantly influence the success of your campground venture, particularly when unexpected events occur. Picture an emergency plan as your guiding light in the midst of chaos. It's your prepared response when the unexpected strikes, helping you act swiftly and effectively to minimize harm and disruption. The first step in emergency planning is to identify potential emergencies that could affect your campground. These could range from natural disasters like floods or wildfires to man-made emergencies such as fires or accidents. Each type of emergency presents unique challenges and requires a tailored response plan. Next, outline the procedures to respond to each emergency. This might include evacuation procedures, emergency contacts, and communication strategies. Remember, the goal is to ensure the safety of everyone on your campground, your staff, your campers, and yourself. For example, if your campground is in an area prone to wildfires, your plan might include an evacuation route, a list of emergency contacts, and a protocol for alerting campers. You might also plan preventive measures, like maintaining a clear space around buildings to slow the spread of fire. Communication is a crucial part of any emergency plan. You need to inform everyone on the site about the emergency and what they need to do. Clear, calm, and concise communication can make a significant difference in an emergency situation. Also, don't forget to include provisions for business continuity in your emergency plan. Think about how you can resume operations as quickly as possible after an emergency. This might involve having backup suppliers, alternative locations, or insurance to cover business interruption. An effective emergency plan isn't just a document. It's a living, breathing part of your campground's operations. It should be reviewed and rehearsed regularly and updated as necessary. This ensures that everyone knows the plan and can act quickly when needed. Remember, having an emergency plan doesn't mean you're expecting the worst. Instead, it means you're prepared for whatever comes your way. It's your beacon of light in uncertain situations, guiding you to ensure the safety and continuity of your campground. It's a testament to your commitment to providing a safe and enjoyable camping experience, come what may. Risk Monitoring and Review As we approach the final stretch of our journey through risk management, we come to Risk Monitoring and Review. This ongoing process ensures your risk management efforts remain effective and relevant, adjusting as your campground venture evolves. Think of risk monitoring and review as the compass and map check of your journey. It's where you pause, assess your current position, and make necessary adjustments to ensure you're still on the right path. 
Risk monitoring involves tracking the identified risks and the effectiveness of your mitigation strategies. It's about keeping an eye on the roadblocks and pitfalls you've marked on your map and checking whether your planned detours are working as expected. For instance, if you've identified a risk of construction delays due to weather, you'd monitor the weather forecasts and the progress of your construction. If your mitigation strategy was to include buffer time in your schedule, you'd track whether this buffer is enough to accommodate the weather-related delays. Risk review, on the other hand, is a more comprehensive check. It involves reviewing your risk management plan in light of new information or changes in your business environment. This could be changes in your business model, new regulations, shifts in the market, or lessons learned from incidents. For example, if there's a new regulation affecting campground operations, you'd review your plan to assess whether any new risks have emerged or if existing risks have changed. Similarly, if an incident occurred at your campground, you'd review the incident to learn from it and improve your plan. Remember, risk monitoring and review is not a one-time task. It's an ongoing process. It should be integrated into your regular business operations, becoming a part of your business culture. The more ingrained it is in your operations, the more effectively you can manage your risks. Risk monitoring and review is your assurance that you're still on the right path towards a successful campground venture. It's your tool to learn, improve, and adapt in the dynamic world of campground ownership. It's what keeps your journey on course, helping you navigate the exciting adventure of site selection and acquisition with confidence and resilience.